Hi, this is Mike Brissell, voice of Living with the Land and the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover. We invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy your Grand Circle Tour of Tomorrowland with the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Thank you for downloading the latest episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Please stand clear as we pay our bills. Venture outside your comfort zone. The rewards are worth it. Wish Upon a Cookie has evolved into a custom-baked pastry company started in New Jersey by professional chefs turned cookie tiers. Their focus is to turn your magical pastry dreams into reality. They offer so much more than a few colors, shapes, and sizes. Their creations are extensions of your inspiration. You can visit them online at their new website, wishuponapastry.com, or on Instagram and Facebook at Wish Upon a Pastry. Let your imagination run wild when you wish upon a pastry. Are you thinking about purchasing a DVC resale contract? Are you looking to rent DVC points for a future Disney vacation? In need of financing options? If so, check out the one-stop shop, which is the world of DVC companies. Their professional staff, with over 185 years of experience, will guide you through your next vacation purchase. Check them out at dvcresellemarket.com, dvcrentalstore.com, and monerofinancial.com. And tell them Mickey Dude sent you. The world of DVC, your DVC gateway to a lifetime of magic. to another mediocre episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I am your angry PE substitute teacher of a host, Tim Sweska, and I am joined by two superior and awesome rotating commentators from the Sunshine State, sunny South Florida, one of five Florida Panthers fans, Michael Fernandez. Hey, there's a lot more than five now. Uh, the bandwagon's running hot, running really hot right now. Uh, but yeah, go Cats. And he was in New Jersey. He was in Virginia. He's now in Florida. A man so deliberate, he moved to Florida in installments. The one, the only, Saratoga Joe Quattrochi. What's going on, brother? And I don't know about mediocre, man. I mean, listen, me and Mike are on the show tonight, so it should be, like, above average, at least tonight. Oh, I was talking about myself. Okay. (laughs) We're... Again, this this is this is why I went with like the Kenny Power substitute teacher of a host myself here. So, do do we uh, want to talk about Disney tonight, or should we talk about like how much the Florida Panthers are going to like implode in the second half of the season this year? Well, I don't think uh, I, I really think we should touch on uh, the fact that uh, they they were do- they were going good. They have a great GM. They did have a good coach. Um, wink, wink. Uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you, Blackhawks. <laughs> They're so horrible. We ruin other teams. Uh, <sighs> But uh, one thing I did want to touch on is uh, if anyone did see the D23 uh, Expo that happened temporary, did anyone happen to catch the uh, the lightsaber reveal? I, I did not, but I heard that they turned down all the lights to make it look like it was really um, to give like a, a better effect. Um, yeah, it was really. But I heard I really didn't miss much in Destination D23. I heard it was. Uh, 
people were still waiting for like that's it that's it that's it and that's all they got so yeah the the lightsaber reveal basically being what uh what you can do at savi's workshop and they dimmed the lights uh so another chance to sell you a 200 plus you know dollar lightsaber while you're paying five thousand dollars for two days and two nights in a hotel that looks like the set of space balls uh, <laughs> but, but uh churros are back churros are back guys oh the chur- churros yeah, they're back apparently i didn't know they were back but they announced that they're back so now i know they're back oh i wasn't aware they were gone i guess yeah, that's well. because I'm a self-respecting foodie like myself. I get churros in good places, not Walt Disney World. Exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was gonna say I, I would, uh, I would, I would trust some little abuelita standing outside the gate and buy her churros rather than the ones at the uh, the food cart on Main Street USA. Nothing against you, Disney. I'm just gonna go ahead and go with the abuelita every time. Exactly. That's the best way to go. All right. Uh, well, um, I, I have to agree, Joe. I think you touched on a very good point. People kept on waiting and waiting and waiting for the big reveal. Uh, you know, especially with the kind of lackluster thing they rolled out with uh, D23 and the less than spectacular um, kind of rollout of the 50th anniversary, especially when we still don't have any end date on Tron. We don't have an end date on Guardians of the Galaxy. That really, Remy's Ratatouille, which was a copycat from Disneyland Paris, so everybody's really seen this already. Uh, I mean, are are we are we wondering, are we, are we seeing the pre-Eisner days where we have a rudderless ship, or do we think that uh, this is going to get better, or is it going to get worse before it gets better, or does it get better at all? I think 100% it's going to get worse before it gets better. I, I think I think it's going to have to, when, once it starts hurting the bottom line, unfortunately, then I think it'll start to take a turn. But right now, you still have people paying for Disney Plus. I mean, uh, Genie Plus. You have uh, people paying one-day park tickets of 150. You have people adding on rides and attractions. Uh, it's going to get worse before it gets better, I think. I yeah. have a feeling you're right. Joe, your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I agree. It's, um, I don't know, man. It's, uh, I'm trying to keep very positive lately. I'm trying to be very positive, but some things I just scratch my head. I'm just like, uh, I don't get it. I'm trying to stay positive here, but it's when you're kind of like, in you know, it's like an abusive relationship. <laughs> you know, it just keeps getting worse and worse, but I don't know. I hope it gets better sooner rather than later. Um, it's hard to use COVID as an excuse. We're here in Florida. Everything's pretty much open. So you really can't use that anymore, but uh, that's just my opinion. But uh, we'll see what the time will only tell, right? I I, I think that's really all we're going to be able to do. And also to the to anyone who may think that we're kind of uh, on a disparaging Disney kick, what uh, at least I, I won't speak for myself, but what it sounds like, and at least I know from my feelings, uh, the reason that I ha- I myself, and I'm guessing maybe you guys have these feelings as well, is we're seeing something that we have a lot of good memories of. We see, we're seeing something that we, re- we really do dearly love. I mean, again, this show was brought together over five years ago with all of our mutual love for this, uh, you know, for this entity, for this park, for this uh, company. And 
right now we're seeing we're seeing what we used to love just kind of dismantled uh we're seeing it just wither away uh to where it was a spectacular very special very magical thing to where it's now become just kind of a nuts and bolts operation that is a little more fun than filling out a tax form i mean it's uh it's 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 depressing to see because i do have so many good memories i mean with my with my family with my friends with you know with with you with you guys i mean i i have great memories down there uh with you know with with my podcast buddies and it's just it hurts to see things move in this direction so for anyone who may think that we're maybe trying to be a little too hard it's 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 honestly because we hate to see something we love go you know go so south uh I mean, just just my feelings anyway yeah, and uh, I I 100% agree with you. And uh, the last couple of trips, I've been find, trying to find different ways to like kind of uh, gain that magic. Whether it's just the resorts, and I, I see myself uh, a lot lately, just like hanging out at the pool, hanging out at, like the pool bars and stuff like that. Just hanging out at the resorts and creating things away from the parks. Uh, what I've noticed is it's a lot harder to just like set up your park days and stuff now. So now it's more about like just hanging out like maybe i'm at four wilderness riding golf cart around or maybe doing this and just it, the, the hard part is it's that it's become very hard to make a park reservation and then genie plus and then uh i can't park hop till two o'clock and it's tough and it's a really tough situation so a lot of it's been just pools and resort hopping yeah and same thing you know mike i was talking to Tim earlier on before you jumped on the call here uh, I have a friend of mine who is uh, a former Disney College program cast member she worked at Epcot a huge Disney fan and she's coming down this weekend with her fiance and she's like you know let's go and she's run the Disney races before and stuff and she was like let's go to Disney on Saturday let's take uh, you know her fiance I said that's great I said do you know about the changes and I explained to her the changes I said you know you need to have a reservation I said right now I said Magic Kingdom is full I said we can go there after two o'clock if there's space but we can make a reservation for another place then I explained to her Genie Plus and that's replaced Fast Passes and the Lightning Lane and she looked she like looked at me like on, on the video call and she's like are you serious and this is a girl who used to work at Epcot as a cast member now it was like 20 years ago right but um and she said forget it and then she goes let's go to universal i was like okay got a season pass for there too and then we actually are going to end up going to kennedy space center this weekend so but you're seeing how like these decisions and it's kind of like sad because we love it i'm on multiple podcasts i love talking disney love dvc i love the resorts mike just like you said the golf courses and i got a friend coming down used to be a former cast member who has the love for it you know and and we're not even doing it because it's just so hard to do just to go for a day would cost like four hundred dollars plus for the two of them, for, and that's not even including Genie Plus, you know, for rides that she used to work at, you know, every once in a while when she wasn't at Epcot. So it's like, it's just crazy. It's just sad. Um, I was just out in Orlando yesterday, played some golf. I didn't even go to the parks. So I was my parents off with their timeshare and stuff. So it's, um, you know, I still go. I love it. We love it. You know what I'm saying? But it's just, sometimes it's just a scratch my head and it's like, man, it's just, it's too hard sometimes. But, Maybe it's just maybe because Mike, because we're locals, we take a little more for granted. We're a little more last minute, and for people who plan, it's it's a little different. I think that might be a, uh, you know, we just hop on the highways and we're there. Yeah. But for people, you know, it's a little different if you're planning months in advance, and it's it's not really a big deal. So it might be a little different for us, but yeah. I don't know. We'll yeah. we'll see. I think we should try to maybe turn uh, this frown upside down, right? You know, it's. Uh, but I agree with you, Tim and Mike. It's scratch my head sometimes, but let's talk about something a little more positive, right? 
It's been negative. Um, Tim, it's been negative. We're yeah. talking about the Florida Panthers. We're talking about this stuff. It's like we got to talk about something positive, right? <laughs> well, Listen, just you, uh, you leave, that's, that's leave my cats out of this. All right, cats. the cats. Just, uh, just as a uh, you know, just as a perspective from someone who is uh, eleven hundred miles away from the parks. Um, yes, I do understand that a certain amount of planning does have to go into it, but I miss the fact that you don't have like used to be able to find maybe a reservation at the last second for a restaurant. You didn't have to make a reservation for what park. We sometimes woke up and decided, well, I don't know, let's let's go to this park this day or let's go to this park that day. We, you know, it was it was nice to, I, I understand you still had to do a little bit of homework, a lot of homework on a Disney trip, but we used to be able to fly by the seat of our pants a lot more than you can now. And honestly, with as busy a careers as my wife and I have, every bit of our lives are structured in our work life and everything else. I mean, it's a, I mean, it's 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 looking at a calendar every moment of every day, finding out what is next. That is the last thing I want to do on vacation. I'm looking for escapism, and when when you make it more work than play, you're 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 gonna and you're gonna drive me away. And I didn't mean for that to rhyme. So, but on a lighter note, a much lighter note, this is uh, this is something that does not pertain to anything. We don't have to go with uh, we don't have to go with reservations. We don't have to worry about park you know park hopping constraints, anything. We are going to build the ultimate Disney Christmas weekend, and it will consist of a. One, uh, we will pick ourselves a resort. We will pick two restaurants. We will pick or design our own special event or after hours holiday event. And we will also pick two parks to go to. Uh, we will have basically checking in on Friday, leaving on a Sunday afternoon. And we will have ourselves a fantastic time, uh, depending on how we build our days. So, gentlemen. The floor is yours. Uh, let's go ahead and go to uh, Joe first. Joe, what resort are you going to stay at? All right, so I'm going more of like I'm thinking families in town, right? We're going for the weekend. So I'm staying at, uh, believe it or not, Old Key West. Um, it's got a little more space. It's got that homey. Everything this week, everything for this episode is going to be a homey kind of feel. And I feel Old Key West has that most homey kind of feel where you, you, you've you got like the, the rooms are larger. Uh, I'm picturing if I have a one-bedroom suite or a two-bedroom uh, villa, not suite, but villa. And I'm just, yeah, I'm thinking Old Key West. I'm thinking quiet, Christmas morning uh, or a Christmas time, tropical. That's the vibe I'm getting right now. So, yeah, I'm staying Old Key West. Uh, and also, too, Christmas time is so busy at Walt Disney World. Sometimes you need to get away from that a little bit. And that's why I'm thinking Old Key West is that relaxed vibe. I got my golf course there as well. I got LBV right there as well so i'm a happy guy i'm staying with uh, uh old key west and it's gonna go later into some of my selections as well of why i chose old key west very very nice uh someone is a seasoned veteran as you uh talking about how you get that uh space away from the madness uh, i'm it makes me even uh, happier that uh, that is the resort i picked my folks and i in march uh, and I love the I love where your your head's at because you know being able to get that break, being able to step away from the madness, 
and uh, that nice little homey vibe. Uh, Mr. Michael, what do you have on? I'm sorry, go ahead, please. Uh, Joe, your old Key West pick was uh, out of the ballpark, man. Old Key West has that vibe that uh, I'm home, I'm hanging out with the family, I got all this space. Now, I'm going to go with a place with a lot of space. And if it's a Friday night to a Sunday, uh, I'm actually going to do something I've never done before at a place where I love to go a lot, and that's at Fort Wilderness Campgrounds. Uh, But I'm going to stay in a cabin this time because I don't want to set up the tent. I don't want to set up the Christmas lights. I just want to sit in my cabin, rent a golf cart, drive around and see all the the loops all like uh, decorated for the season uh, and just hang out. And it's a different crowd out there for the holidays. Uh, I'll be doing like Halloween and 4th of July this year. Super excited. Everybody goes super all out for all the holidays there. Um, sit by the fireplace, just hang out with the family, maybe uh, bring the smoker, uh, smoke a turkey, or maybe smoke some pulled pork, or maybe a brisket, and just hang out there at Fort Wilderness. Outstanding pick, sir. That is, uh, that is absolutely just a perfect, perfect scenario. Um, I, I can't really, uh, can't even really say anything other than what you just said i mean that just sounds like a fantastic time i mean both of you have your uh you know your escapism built in both of you have your way to get away from uh madness i like uh, that he's got the smoker uh, included <laughs> he's yes. got a smoke and circuit. i take it i take it every trip guys take it every trip you guys got to come down or come if up you're gonna, if you're gonna go to fort wilderness man you got to kind of do your own thing a little bit you can't be like you can't you cannot go and like either either be in a cabin or if you've got like a, an RV or if you, even if you're doing a tent thing, you got to try to like cook a little bit. It's, that's part of the whole camping experience. Yeah, hey, you only, you know, you only set up like one dining reservation when you're out there and the rest is just barbecue, uh, you know, maybe throw some eggs on the Blackstone kind of thing for breakfast. Uh, maybe hit up Trails End every once in a while because Trails End is amazing. Trails End is a gem. All right. Well, so, Tim, uh, what, yeah, Tim, what do you I, got, man? I myself, uh, I'm actually going to, I was, I was thinking at first going to the Grand Floridian, but my God, it's going to be a zoo in that place. I mean, it's going to have all the Christmas vibe. It's going to have everything you want. It's going, but it's also going to be packed like downtown New York Macy's on Black Friday. (laughs) So seeing as I don't want to have to chop my way through a crowd to get to my room every day, uh, I am going to go to the Animal Kingdom Lodge. And the reason being is the very first time I ever stayed on grounds, uh, my wife and I took an engagement trip in 2003 and stayed at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. And something that is seared into my head, walking into that great, uh, that great house, the Jumbo House, and seeing that tree just towering in that uh, in that gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous lobby that has just all of the smells of the, the wood, the spices, the fires. It uh, I have never felt more immediately relaxed than I ever have in a hotel than when I set foot in there. So that's something that I desperately want to recapture. That is something I want for this weekend, and it's going to be the perfect kickoff. 
you, you can't argue with like Wilderness Lodge during the holidays, man. It's it, to me, it's one of the best lobbies on property. I mean, I love the Grand Canyon Concourse. I consider that part of the lobby, even though it's really not at the Contemporary. But uh, I mean, you can argue for uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge as well. But Wilderness Lodge is just it's awesome, man. I mean, it's especially at Christmas time. It's there's nothing there's nothing better. I mean, yeah, you got like the gingerbread house in Grand Floridian. I get that, but yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. It's, I, I think that ever since they've done that remodel and taking out Meisner's and the band, uh, Grand Floridian at Christmas is just not the same for me. Uh, I went a couple weekends ago and we, we hit up just to go to the gingerbread house and they used to sell fresh hot chocolate in the lobby and now they're not even selling hot chocolate. The cast members didn't even know what I was talking about. I was like, I know I'm not crazy. I know you guys did it every year because we did it every year. Uh, it's just not the same with the, you know, without the band playing and uh, Meisner's there. And it's just, it feels like a regular hotel now. Such an absolute shame. Uh, it's so many good memories from that. We spent the uh, first weekend of our honeymoon at Grand Floridian. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a shame that so much of that has been uh, basically pieced apart. And well, just like everything else, unfortunately. But anyway, uh, I think we have uh, three three awesome starts here. Uh, we'll go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and throw back to Mike, uh, Michael. What would uh, what's going to be your first uh, your first restaurant, sir? Uh, let's see. Uh, that's a good choice. Maybe I'll, I'll go visit Joe over at uh, Old QS and I'll hit up Olivia's. A uh, little Southern comfort food. Um, I was thinking homecoming, but I don't want to go near Disney Springs right now. I want to go over to Old Key West. I want to have uh, some Olivia's, some country fried steak, uh, some mashed potatoes uh, with that sausage gravy on top and uh, the coconut rolls. And then maybe grab a drink at Gurgling Suitcase right after. Love me some Olivia's. I think that's a very, very good call, Michael. Uh, It is uh, definitely... uh... You're, you're one of two things, uh, suicidal or a sadist, if you want to head to Disney Springs anytime after Thanksgiving. Uh, so, yeah, I, I completely agree. There is not a restaurant down there uh, in existence that makes me want to go anywhere near there at this point. And especially when you're talking about the confritters, uh, you know, the buttermilk, you know, the buttermilk fried chicken, uh, Gurgling Suitcase being one of the best, if not the best bar on property, kind of hard to argue. You know, uh, another uh, another home run, sir. Congratulations. Thank you, sir. I'm doing better than the Marlins out here. It's going to say, if, uh, if you just don't swing and miss, the Cubs will sign you. So, um, Mr. Joe, where are you going to go, sir? Well, I did have Olivia's as well, so I'm going to come up with a second one because I don't want to have the same uh, as Mike because that's why I said to Mike, I'm going to have a, a little bit of a theme there. So Olivia's was one of mine, but I'll come up with a second one later on. But I'll go with my second choice as my first, and I'm going to go with Grand Floridian Cafe. Um, I will say this. Uh, the buttermilk chicken is very good at Olivia's, I, but I will put it up against uh, Grand Floridian's Cafe's version of it, uh, which is excellent. It's actually done with um, cornflakes. And uh, like I got bread in a cornflake. I think it's awesome. Grand Floridian Cafe, I've eaten there many times. It's a go-to staple for my wife and I. We've eaten there a lot recently. Great breakfast, great dinner. It just seemed like a kind of place we're going to have a holiday meal. They would have a nice holiday, um, like a special menu. Uh, not too fancy, not too easygoing. It's like right down the middle, like a nice family restaurant. Um, 
if you're doing a park time or whatever too it's easily accessible as well uh we've always had good uh good food the grand florian gets overshadowed by its big brothers and sisters above it with between vicky and al's and Citrico's and uh, even 1900 Park Fair right next door. So it never gets a lot of love, but it's a great spot. And uh, I'm gonna go with at least for choice number one is Grand Floridian Cafe. That's an awesome choice, Joe, because Grand Floridian Cafe is fantastic. Awesome, awesome food over there. Very underrated spot and I completely agree. One of the restaurants over there that just just does not get nearly enough love. Uh, I myself uh, got to uh, go with uh, my wife and I's favorite restaurant property, always a nice, intimate, romantic dinner that we enjoy every time we're down. Uh, looking forward to it being back open uh, on the next trip, and that is Gico. Uh, Gico is just absolutely spectacular. I love the story uh, weaved into it. Uh, very few places uh, you're going to find a, an on staff sommelier to uh, advise you of all of your wine choices. Uh, just some of the absolute best dishes I've ever had the pleasure of enjoying have been at uh, at Chico. Uh, I still have dreams about the wild boar tenderloin uh, and a creamy polenta. It is one of the best things I've ever uh, put in my mouth, and I'm pretty sure that uh, pretty sure that I've the worst thing I've ever had there has been phenomenal. So I uh, I have to go back to just a good old staple of ours and a place that's very special to my wife and I. We've enjoyed many nice intimate dinners there and just always a, a nice romantic vibe in there. Not to mention the more uh, the more wine my wife drinks, the better I look and she's going to need a lot of it. So. I mean, you can't go wrong with any kind of restaurant over at Animal Kingdom Lodge, either Jumbo or Kidani. Um, great selection. I mean, uh, Jico, Boma, Sanaa, all those ones all kind of run through my head constantly. Always looking for those reservations uh, when I'm searching for, uh, you know, Disney reservations uh, for dinner and stuff like that. So excellent choice. I mean, you can't go wrong there. You've got a lot of uh, history behind it. And uh, I think, uh, yeah, I, I like your choice so far there, Tim. Thank you, sir. All right. Well, we are going to go ahead and switch some gears. Uh, we're going to go ahead and we're going to pick our first park and we'll visit that park. And we will be attending uh, a special after-hours event there, or we'll be designing our own special event. Uh, Joe, where are you going to be going, uh, and what event will you be attending? So I'm not making my own event because I think the ones are kind of unfortunate right now. You're essentially just paying for extra park time. So if I'm going to be doing anything, it's going to be at the Magic Kingdom. That's your best time for the holidays. It's got the best decorations, or at least on Main Street. I know a lot of times they do nice specific decorations around world showcase and so on i know they got the tree up and in, in epcot like in the middle of the park and i know they do some stuff around the studios i get it right but traditional magic kingdom that's where you're looking at right holiday time so uh i'm going magic kingdom after hours event right i'm gonna try to name it something different i don't like the stigma the after hours event has right now so we'll, we'll call it something else but i'm at least getting three to four hours of park time afterwards i'll bring it back Main Street Electrical Parade or Spectro Magic. I'm inserting Santa Claus somewhere into the parade somewhere. I don't care what color he is. I'm not making a big deal about like, you know, which kind of Santa you want. I'm all, I don't care. But with Santa on there, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I want like all the trimmings, like the best, um, the, the best, uh, you know, uh, Main Street Electrical Parade floats you got or Spectro Magic, anything like that. I want some sort of uh, nighttime parade. Uh, and then I want like for the extra things, I want a little bit of hot chocolate, 
Okay, so now I feel like I'm describing Mickey's uh, very Merry Christmas party now. Actually, I'm thinking about it, but um, hot chocolate, you know, stuff like that, some sugar cookies. Okay, I'm, I'm literally describing Mickey's very Merry Christmas party. Oh, what am I doing here? <laughs> so, okay, I want Mickey's very Merry to come back with a really good parade in Santa Claus. That's what I want. That's 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 what I want. Simple. Go back to basics. Go back to what works. There's nothing wrong with that, Joe. Mickey. I, st- very- I started describing that, Mike. I'm just like. Dude, I'm describing <laughs> Mickey's very, very Christmas. <laughs> He's got just, just bring it back. Just bring it back. This, and and, and know, I know. And, and the funny thing was too, right? So I've been reading like you know. I know Disney's gonna switch out. They have different Santa Clauses. I want them all. Give me all of them. I want Santas everywhere. I want like if you could get like any kind of like elves and like just just Christmas it up as much as you can. You know, for after hours, all the lights. Like I want yeah. it. You know, what I'm saying like bring it back. Like give us. Give us some crazy parade. You know what I'm saying? Like nighttime, it would be amazing. Because every, every time I hear like Spectrum Magic or Main Street Parade, I get goosebumps. Like I love it. So give me that on Christmas time with Santas everywhere and elves and a couple hours to ride some rides and some hot chocolate and cookies. I'm good. Like that's, you know, but again, I'm describing Vicky's Merry, very Merry. Mary, yeah. so, yeah, but hey, there was nothing, there was nothing wrong with that part, that, uh, that party. Um, I loved Very Merry absolutely loved it um i had such a good time and it is it is like that that screams christmas i didn't whatever yeah, they're doing like, now is, did you hear like the, the tone of my voice change i'm just thinking of like just like the old school like holiday specials that used to watch on tv and i know those were filmed ahead of time i don't understand that but like you know what i'm saying like just like what they used to be like the, the awesome floats and the lights everywhere and it's just like damn let's bring that back you know like Oh, that would that would be awesome, and that would be like an awesome. Night. You get like a nice like Central Florida like winter evening. Like I'm talking about like high 50s, low 60s at night. Uh, it's a little bit of a light jacket on. A little bit good. so nice one. You could drink a little hot chocolate, you know. Uh, maybe sneak a little like uh, Kahlua, a little amaretto in there or something. You know, while you're having it. Uh, it sounds like a great night. So that's kind of what I'm doing, Tim and Mike. That I mean, sounds like my I'm kind of kinda, night there. It's kind of like just, yeah, keeping it simple, like a, a, yeah. a mock-up of Mickey's Very Merry, essentially. So, You literally cannot fix what is not broken, and I love what you've done. Classic, uh, man. Classic. Anyone, yes. Anyone who has ever witnessed uh, exactly what you talked about, watching the parades uh, on TV as a kid, watching those iconic toy soldiers coming down main street seeing santa claus oh and by the way if you're upset about a multicultural santa claus you're the type of person who yells at gas station clerks over the price of fuel so i want them all really don't give it give them all away. i want like five santas dude one ball absolutely <laughs> yes yes give me there are seven continents give me seven santas i don't I care santa's give me awesome bro who doesn't love santa absolutely. I got I got a blow up in my front, the inflatable in my front yard right now. I love it. It's great. <laughs> I mean, people who don't love Santa, I mean, well, it's too bad because their society collapsed in 1991. And you know who I'm talking about. <clears throat> okay. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> uh, I, I think I think you have a fantastic uh, evening put together there, Joe. You, uh, you hit the nail on the head. Uh, Mr. Michael, I would love to hear your take, sir. Oh, uh, this is tough because, like, Magic Kingdom is the Christmas park, right? Like, I, ever since Studios lost to Osborne Lights, Magic Kingdom became the Christmas park. I mean, it probably was before, but but Studios was always that park for me. Uh, so you know what? I'm going to actually stick at Studios. 
Um, I'm going to spend my day at studios. I really like the transition of decorations. Uh, so, like, you have those decorations down, like, uh, Sunset Boulevard that are kind of different. Then you have that really, like, 1950s classic decorations over by Echo Lake. You got Gertie with the Santa hat. You got the little baubles in the water. Giant Christmas tree. I, I really enjoy um, Hollywood Studios during Christmas time. I mean, we wish that the Osborne lights were back, but, you know, what, what can we do? Um, and for my special event, I'm going to steal something from over in California and we're going to do uh, Life Day over at uh, Galaxy's Edge. Giant just Life Day Festival, Galaxy's Edge being open, uh, most of the park being open, uh, where you can get like some treats, meet Chewbacca in his like little red robe kind of thing, like he's going to get confirmed. Um, you got like special meet and greets with all the characters maybe like a singing hologram dance performance like in the old holiday special uh and then like in the theater where they show the mickey short maybe throw in the actual holiday special in there and let people watch it even though they probably don't want that to happen but that'll be kind of cool uh but i think that'll be kind of cool it's just something different something not traditional christmas in a park that has a lot of traditional christmas and like nostalgia in it so that's what I'm going to go with. So I'm going to sound like a cheeser here, but am I the only one who thinks Dinosaur Gertie's kind of cute with the Santa hat on? Love it. It's <laughs> love the best. It. And, and, it's and like the, the greatest the, thing ever. The ornament hanging out of his mouth or her mouth. I it's, love it. Is it a her or a he? I don't know. It's a it's a plant eating it's a plant eating dinosaur. I know that, but yeah, it's it's. I stopped and and it was open last time I went, so I was like, oh my gosh, Gertie's open. I got to go get ice cream. Gertie's awesome. Just really is. And those weird, like, 1950s, like, uh, uh, reindeer or poodles that they have out there. Really creepy, but I love it. It's, uh, I, you are, you are not the only one. Gertie is adorable. And with a Santa hat, uh, even more adorable. So, uh, Mike, awesome, awesome event. Uh, I, I love it. Uh, and I do love all the different decorations, especially the uh, like classic throwback decorations. Reminds me of, you know, going to my grandparents' homes uh, when I was a kid and seeing their decorations that, of course, they've accrued throughout the years. So definitely always uh, a nice little flashback. What did Tim? What do you got, man? Uh, well, uh, <laughs> gonna gonna go uh, gonna go back to uh, my my grammar school Catholic roots, and uh, I'm gonna go to Epcot. Uh, because I love the holidays around the world. I love all the uh, the cultural stories. I love all the traditional stories of Christmas. But I am going to Epcot specifically because I absolutely adore and treasure the uh, candlelight processional. The as as a former altar boy, uh, I, I I loved serving midnight mass. Uh, I would I would literally volunteer to serve midnight mass because I loved the, the pageantry, the pomp and circumstance. Uh, our, you know, our, our parish would go all out. They would do a fantastic job of the story of the nativity. Uh, you know, the, lecter, uh, the lecterns were fantastic. Reese would read a fantastic story. Uh, it was just, to me, it was something that Christmas wasn't complete until I was able to hear that. And the, the narrators they get, the choirs they get, uh, that is one thing that I will say Disney is still doing absolutely right. 
the people they get for the celebrity narrators, the choirs, they they do an impeccable job, and they really do justice to just kind of a kind of an aging tradition for a lot of people. Um, you don't you, you don't have to agree with it, you don't have to believe it. it doesn't matter. It is a wonderful presentation, and they really go all out. They put their they put their hearts into it, and. Uh, Quite honestly, I mean, I was I loved that they live streamed uh, a couple of years ago. Neil Patrick Harris doing it, and Neil Patrick Harris uh, really does that so well. And you see that you, you honestly see his love for Disney and just his love for just being able to just tell the story, whether whether he believes it or not, I don't know. But just it's the the way he comes through and tells the story. He's a natural storyteller, and in, I, I thoroughly enjoy watching. Uh, him and many others there. So, I I'm returning to uh, returning to my old roots, and uh, that's where I'm spending my day. So, as the Italian Catholic from New Jersey, I feel bad. I kind of left that out. I I went more for the <laughs> joyous Christmas, uh, you know, parade route, but you went for the uh, the true meaning of the holidays. So, well done, my friend from Illinois. Uh, you know, you you. you, you, you the Catholic guilt still lives deep in me. <laughs> don't don't feel too bad, Joe. I I chose Space Christmas. Okay. Chose yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> at least mine was real. Hey, at least mine was real with Santa Claus. All right. So yeah. <laughs> I chose Chewbacca in a confirmation suit. So close enough. Uh, to be fair, Chewbacca looks better in his confirmation suit than I looked in mine. Okay, I look like a tick of a rate of pop. All right. Well. Uh, moving on, we are going to go ahead and pick our last park and last meal before we decide to uh, depart our lovely weekend. Uh, Mike, what do you have on tap, sir? Uh, oof, this is tough because uh, I think I'll just join you over there in uh, in Epcot uh, because I do like the fact that they have the storytellers around the world. Uh, and my last meal, I feel like for us as a family, is such like a family place to go uh we're gonna hit up over at beach club beaches at creek uh because you know nothing screams the holidays and christmas than seven thousand calories in a kitchen sink uh, <laughs> it doesn't i mean come on it's, it's just orange slices well, and cherries and you know all the sorts of things we're getting a, chicken, a kitchen sink we're gonna enjoy it as a family maybe get some tater tots some onion rings hang out, love me some beaches and cream. Uh, and I love the boardwalk uh, beach club area during Christmas time. Very, very festive, very, very awesome. So that's what I'm gonna do to end my trip. I like it, I like it. So I, I assume you wanna throw it to me, Tim, and not to sound like a broken record, but yeah, I'm, <laughs> for lack of a, for lack of content here, right? I'm, I'm thinking Epcot as well because storytellers around the world i like when they decorate each country differently um at least they used to hopefully they still kind of do it festival of the holidays is going on right now um so that's one of the things that you know if we're gonna do a park time be great but also too is since you know marrying jen and you know, being we've been married for over seven years now and been together for 13 or 14 years uh one of the traditions that her family did was is they always went out for a steak dinner on christmas eve and i don't know why it's just something that they did and um, so if we're gonna kind of do a little bit of her traditional family stuff while we're in Disney, uh, heading over to our favorite area, Tim, and you know, I'm going over to Shula's for, uh, for an awesome steak dinner. 
I still say best steak on property. I know people have challenged it with Steakhouse 71, but I will throw up a Shula steak any day against uh, for 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 competition against anything else on property. So you go to go to Shula's, have a great steak, a nice dinner, and we'll close out the evening there. So uh, yeah, sorry guys, sorry for all you listeners. I'm going back to Epcot again like everybody else is, but uh, we mix up a little Shula's for dinner at night. Ain't nothing wrong with uh with hitting up the coach's restaurant. Uh, I love the Swan and Dolphin during Christmas is great too. They got that breezeway they light up. Uh, but that's an awesome choice, man. There's nothing better than tackling a 42 ounce steak for Christmas. Look, look, even though I was a Jets fan, the guy was so great that he not only has a steakhouse named after him because he started, he's also got an expressway named after him in South Florida. Yep. So come on, I mean, it's like yeah, I gotta gotta love the coach. Gotta love the guy, coach. Gotta love the coach. I. I there's there's no way anyone can also argue with that because you're you're talking about Shula's Steakhouse and to me uh, when I first uh, when I finally was able to walk in there cut into one of their steaks uh, all it did was reaffirm the proof that there is a higher power and that they love us uh, <laughs> that is that is goodness on a plate uh, if if you can't uh, you can't find it at Shula's. It's probably not worth eating. It, uh, it's it's an amazing place, and um, you want to talk about a painless way to separate me from a lot of money. Uh, but I don't care. I mean, you literally don't care. You get such a great experience, such a great meal. Um, looking forward to being able to take the old man there because I'm. I believe I have it uh, finagled to where we're going to go ahead and eat in the Bonacani room too. So. And um, the best part is, yes. Tim, and, and I'm sure your, your pops will love this. And I think they started this a couple of years ago, or I think they stopped it because of COVID and they brought it back. But I love it when you get to select your, your knife, your steak knife. And for all of our listeners, if you've never been to Shula's, they bring out a butcher block with all kinds of different knives. And they were, I don't know if they were handpicked by Coach Shula or not before he passed away, but, or the types of knives that they have, but they're, it's a whole butcher's block full of different steak knives. And you can pick which one you want to use. And they're all different sizes and shapes and serrations, whatever. And they're different handles and you pick what you want. And so your stick left looks different than somebody else's. And it's, this is not really a big deal, but it's kind of like choosing your weapon before you eat dinner. I just think that's really cool. So. Yeah. And, and Shula's just blows every other steakhouse on property. Like you said, out of the water. I mean, there's a reason why there's still like, I think like five of them left. There's one in New York, the one in LA. There's there used to be two in Miami, but there's only one now. Uh, and you have the one in Orlando and the you know the Swan, which you know most would argue should be in the Dolphin, but you know to each their own, I guess. Uh, but yeah, the Shula Steakhouse, great cigar selection too. If you guys if you're into a nice little cigar, uh, they do have a great cigar selection and a great whiskey selection as well. That they do. I snagged a nice cigar uh, post uh, post dinner and just enjoyed uh, enjoyed that out on uh, just on out on the uh, the edge of Crescent Lake. Just enjoying watching the world go by. Fantastic. All right. Well, I guess I am the only one left, so I am going to go ahead and I'm going to head to uh, Magic Kingdom. And the reason I'm heading to Magic Kingdom is again uh, throwback to. Uh, First time I ever stayed on property, uh, 2003, uh, with my then fiance, now wife. Uh, And we did something that we always wanted to do. Uh, We had, uh, we went on Thanksgiving, had uh, Thanksgiving dinner at Liberty Street Street Tavern. 
And this is when they still would shut down the park that night with no Christmas decorations and then open the park the next day with it fully decorated for Christmas. And I always loved watching the behind the scenes stuff on the Travel Channel and watching uh, documentaries on it. And to be able to see it in person, we closed down the park that night and then rope dropped Magic Kingdom the next day. And to see that park completely transform from fall to Christmas was incredible. Uh, it was, it's something that, I mean, as a matter of fact, we literally were just talking about it uh, last night about how amazing and how special that was. And because of that, uh, we, w uh, we will be dining at the Liberty Tree Tavern. Nice. Uh, it's a nice little, it has a special place uh, in our hearts. Uh, it was the first Thanksgiving we had away from our families in, God, I couldn't even tell you. I mean, we, we were always lucky enough to make it back wherever we were for Thanksgiving. And this is the first time we decided to kind of step away and just take some time for ourselves. And it was, uh, it was truly a, a unique and fantastic experience. Uh, and also, uh, side note, a little bit of shot in Florida, watching people try to walk up and get reservations on Thanksgiving. It was actually very comical. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's, uh, that is our final meal, and that is our final part. And it is a wonderful way to, uh, to bid adieu to Disney uh, in all of its holiday glory. And uh, tell them, see you next time. I like it. Well said, dude. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And for all the stuff that we said at the beginning of the show, uh, there are still moments that when I still go back to the parks, it still brings back that magic. And I think the holidays is definitely it, right? Like when you see those decorations on Main Street and or you see like contemporary tree or uh, the Wilderness Lodge tree or, you know, any decorations in the resorts, it still has that, uh, you know, you want to come back again kind of feel to it. And that's why I love Disney at the holidays. Yeah, it's just a little frustrating sometimes. We just see what's going on. We're just like, stop, please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> stop the madness. <laughs> stop it's, enticing me with your wonderful it's, Christmas decorations. It's because, we, it's because we love you. Stop with this craziness, you know, so. Yeah. But yeah, it's, uh, I, it's I've, I've done one Christmas on property in Disney. It was 1997. Stay at Disney's Contemporary Resort. I was there with my cousins. Loved it. Did some other times where I popped in for a day here and there but like really that was the only time i ever did a full trip down there it was a lot of fun i'm glad i did it it was crazy it's a different time back in the, in, the, in the late 90s uh in disney world but it was a lot of fun uh, it is a magical place and i based a lot of my decisions tonight off of memories that i've had with families and stuff like that where i think that we would love to spend christmas morning or that weekend you know or or at least the the, the christmas holiday time um like the decorations of what things we would enjoy so we all we've all have great memories and you know, as frustrating as things are sometimes, it's we still love it, and we, we're going to continue to make those memories with our families. So, well put, Joe. Um, and that's and that's exactly why I, I I basically said what I said in the beginning. This is, and I think it all it did was just really reflect uh, what we what we all said uh, on what we just all all of our choices and all of our explanations for our choices and all of our picks that we do truly do love this place it is a very magical place that holds a lot of wonderful memories uh 
from our childhood, from our adulthood, with family, friends, wives, you know, parents, cousins, brothers, sisters, I mean, grandparents. It's, this is, this is a place where a lot of us, uh, we have a, it's, it's woven into the fabric of our lives. Uh, and we, we really do truly love it, which is why we keep talking about it to this day and why we fight so hard for it to still be a wonderful place for people to take, uh, take themselves and each other. So on that note, uh, I thank you gentlemen very much for being on the show. And, uh, before we close out, I would like to ask where we can find you on the interwebs. Nope. Uh, Twitter, Instagram at Joe Quad on Facebook at Quad Joe. Uh, you can also find me over at the Disney Dads podcast and the resortloop.com DVC roundtable show. Mr. Fernandez, how about you? Uh, pretty much. You can find me either on my personal at m.fernandez.7 on Instagram, or you can find me over at Years of Happiness on Instagram. Those are pretty much the social medias that I'm using. Uh, I'm on Facebook as Michael Fernandez, too. You could add me there. Uh, see a bunch of South Florida stuff, you know, see how the real estate market's doing down here. It's crazy. But uh, you can check me out. Uh, hit me up if you need anything. Alrighty, thank you. Uh, and you can find me at uh, plain underscore Tim on the Twitter machine. And you can find all of us at the Mickey Deuce podcast on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. We thank you very much for tuning in, and we hope you all have a safe and magical holiday season. Thanks very much. You've just listened to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you again real soon. Uh, churros are back, but yeah, go Cats.